Economics in the Spirit presents episode 8b, a bonus episode of How to Be a Success Ordinary Men Living Extraordinary Lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now, here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. So, and I mean, there was there's so many set, setbacks between then from that date mm-hmm. to like for, like for example, I in two thousand late two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. I went to Korea, mm-hmm. Seoul and South Korea for a marathon, mm-hmm. which was um, an eleven hour flight, mm-hmm. and me being I don't know whether I was tired, whether I just wasn't concentrating, I forgot to put my pressure relieving cushion on the oh, seat of the yeah. plane mm-hmm. and when you're a paraplegic yeah. you, you, some people are very very vulnerable to pressure sores okay so i developed a pressure sore on my way to seoul how long a flight is that again 11 hours Ooh. sitting on a not very comfortable airplane seat yeah so i go over there after the 11 hour flight stay there for two days complete mm. the marathon kept my mouth completely shut oh so you had a pressure sore by the end of the flight yep yeah. <clears throat> And then continue to do 26 miles yes. in a wheelchair. So I didn't tell anybody, which is as stupid as that is, which yeah. is the first thing you should do. Yeah. But me being, I want to get this, I want to do this race. I need to do, to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, come back, still didn't tell anybody until about this is in, this was in April 2015. Kept it quiet, kept it quiet, right up until January 2016. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody how to pressure sore. This was 2016, mm-hmm. I was one of the favourites to go to Rio. So partly the reason why I keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But I tried my hardest to treat it myself, to get through it, just yeah. to... But I take myself to hospital because enough was enough. Like I was, I'm pretty sure I passed out or blacked out whilst I was training once. Mm-hmm. And felt really rough, felt mm-hmm. really, really bad. Um, so about May 2016, I take myself to Stoke Mandeville to see my consultant. Mm-hmm the place where I went before, like 10 years previous. And he says, hard, hard news to deliver, but he says to me, forget about your racing career for at least the next year. He said, because the damage you have done, he said, you have now what is called a grade four pressure sore, which is to the bone. To the bone? To the bone, which was infected. Oh. Which then gave me septicemia. Mm. I actually spent... 10 weeks or so in Stoke Manorville again on bed rest, mm-hmm. lying on my front because basically the pressure sores on my hip slash backside by now. Um, they come to me and say the reason why they couldn't locate the septicemia is because it was in my entire body and transferring into my organs. That could have killed you. They Well, the, the expression the lady said to me, the, the, the doctor, she said, you are what is, we pronounce it as clinically dying. Wow. So this is the second time someone's literally been like, this You're is the second time death is knocking on my door. Wow. This was in 2016. Mm-hmm. But luckily, blood transfusions and everything like that, they got rid of the septicemia. So I haven't touched my racing chair for all the time I'm in hospital, obviously. Mm-hmm. My consultant says to me, do not touch your chair for at least a year, mm-hmm. which is, say, June, June 2017. Yeah. 2016, mm-hmm. which I was discharged... Um, in July, July 2016 from Stoke Mandeville. 
I actually won the Manchester Half Marathon in October the same year. So during the period he told you not to go into the chair. So during yeah. the period he told you not to go into the chair. Yeah. You got into the chair. Yeah. And won a marathon. I won. It was. I came first in the Manchester Half. Broke the course record and got a four-minute personal best. I've got to ask, what drives you to do it? That was probably stubborn, me being stubborn, because I just, I, I couldn't stay away because it was the routine. It was, although it was, although it was medically advised not to get back in the chair, so if I was discharged on Monday, mm. I was back in my chair by Wednesday. I had to, I had to get, I had to, I had to carry on. What do you feel like if you're not doing that routine? If you ask my wife the same question, mm -hmm. she will probably give you a more direct answer. But I will say I'm not settled. It doesn't feel right. Like, like Physically I'll, or emotionally? Emotionally, mentally, physically. I can't... I become grumpy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thrown completely out of sync. I'm, I'm completely out of whack if I don't train. Mm -hmm. And it was... It, it was the drive. It was, it was one of those things I had to... I had to be back in the chair because I didn't know if I were coming or going. Why do you think that is? Because it's all I know. Can we go back to number two, I think it is, finding your purpose. Can you elaborate on that a bit? My pur I didn't know where my life was going. Although I was very, very good, I was classed as, as an elite wheelchair racer. Mm -hmm. I still didn't have, in my opinion, didn't have any structure. Mm -hmm. the, the, the moment I realised my worth was the point when I was, I was content with everything in my life. Like, firstly, I strongly believe that everything bad that happened to me, I wouldn't have met, I wouldn't have met my wife. Because if, I didn't, if, I, if this wouldn't have happened to me, as in paralysis, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been a wheelchair racer competing over in Surrey, mm -hmm. training in Surrey, mm -hmm. wouldn't have met her. Mm -hmm. She brought me back from, I had nothing. I literally had nothing left. Mm. And I give all credit, not to myself, but to her. How did she bring you back? She was the one who made me believe in myself again. When I was, when I was down in the dumps, when I was in, I was, I had nothing. I had no clear vision when I was in hospital. Mm -hmm. She was there and made me realize that I can come back, I can bounce back. Yeah. So, and she was the one who drove me, pushed me forward to get me back to that elite level so quick because I was crushed. So, at what point did you actually meet her in your journey? To meet me was, oh blimey, it was early 2015. Okay. When we actually first met. Then, when you started getting together. That was early 2017. And then what was going on in your life at the time? Which date? From when? When you started to get together. Oh, okay. Because it sounds like she's quite a huge support in your life. She is my biggest support. Yeah. She is my... She built the foundations again. Mm -hmm. Like, when... When I was in hospital, don't get me wrong, I wrote down my goals, my dreams and everything. Yeah. But... I couldn't do it alone. Mm -hmm. 
it was a very, very big challenge for me. It's something I couldn't do alone. Mm. And 2017 onward, she she is the one who made me realise I can do it. Okay. So it wasn't... My my mental strength has always been good. Mm. So I've been very disciplined. It's always been up there. Mm. But this time, it was like, you know what? Every time something good happens, it's dragged right away again. So... Was it kind of a cumulative effect that you push yourself, and then something happens and you push yourself to get out, yes. and something happens and you push yourself to get out, something happens and push yourself, and at this point it was like, it all keeps on happening, and you kind exactly. of didn't have the strength. Exactly. Like, natural instinct for me is to grab the positive. Yeah. Hence why I wrote down numbers, goals, targets on this piece of paper. Mm. naturally I grab everything what is positive because mm. my glass is always half full it's never half, em half empty but this time I was like I need someone to pour the jug Yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. my glass is there mm. the 50% is within me but who's going to give me this 50%? Mm. and it turned out to be my wife does that make sense? yeah and from there like you say it was the 2017 New York Marathon I gave all credit to her my Commonwealth Games medal. I'll be honest, I was fit and able and ready mentally for the Commonwealth race. Went to Australia, to the Gold Coast. The night before, I couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. I texted said, I can't do this. I said, I don't know what I'm doing here. I cannot complete this race. What so did she say? She said, you say this every time the night before a race. <laughs> she said, are you not going to learn yet? That's what she said. And she's the one who's who said, look, we've got this. You've got it, you're we've done it together we've climbed the ladder together step by step but now's your time mm -hmm. I'm going to take the back seat now now it's your turn to show the world what you're capable of and you did it excellently a silver medal in the Commonwealth Games Marathon yes I did my best so it turned out I got silver that is excellent I have no doubt you'll be getting gold very very soon you and me both don't worry amen exactly <laughs> That was Paralympic athlete John Boysmith. As always, if you want to ask him any questions, send a message to us using the email in the show notes. And we look forward to speaking to John again in future episodes. Next month, our theme will be From Pain to Pursuing Purpose. And our guest will be Seth Pinnock. At 17, he started the hugely successful Midnight Oil Youth Summits. Now, at 30, he's the head of African and Caribbean Engagement at Tearfund, the frontman of award-winning gospel group A New Thing. But there's more to his story. Here's a snippet. So I'm at a place now where I'm thinking, like, this Jesus that, you know, was supposed to be the answer to my questions and the solution to my problems is the reason that there is such... Uh, turmoil in the house that I'm, I'm living in and that was that was a very very dark time thanks for listening new episodes are available every tuesday if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on itunes as it will help the show to grow finally the good man exploring economics and the spirit is available on audible.com now if it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed.